everybody, and welcome to the show, Feeling Well. I'm Ralph, here as always with Lloyd, and right at the top here, uh, just some housekeeping. I wanted to uh, shout out some new subscribers we got on Patreon this week, patreon.com slash feelingwell. I would like to thank Eric Corliss, uh, Seb Sink, and uh, David McGrath. Uh, David actually subscribed at the $10 close personal friend level, Lloyd, believe wow. it or not. That uh, is, what a stand-up guy. Yeah, what a cool. I like this guy already. Me too. Well, he's a close personal friend of ours, so why I know. like him? Yeah. So. Why I? Oh man, I miss that guy. Let's. That's let's, right. Uh... We got to catch up sometime, <laughs> and we will behind the paywall on Patreon for just five dollars a month. You will get double the content, a uh, another premium episode every Thursday, every week, in addition to uh, the free feed. Um, and if you want to be. Uh, extra adventurous and, and uh, subscribe at the $10 level like David, not only will you get all that good stuff and access to the archive, we've already recorded, I believe, five Patreon episodes. Absolutely. Um, you will be able to actually influence the content of the show. So uh, mm-hmm. we encourage you to head over to patreon.com slash feelingwell and subscribe. Also, uh, we're launching a new feature here on the podcast. It's very exciting. On uh, the up and up. That's Every right. Every week, as constant as the morning star and expanding, developing, changing our ways, adapting to the times, but we're still that same, that same feeling well ma- magic, you know? That's right. That's still at the core. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we would like to introduce uh, the feeling well hotline. That's right, you, baby. You used to call me on my well phone. <laughs> Late night when I'm feeling okay, they Oh, that's yeah, good. That's so, good stuff, man. <laughs> so if you if you if you call us at uh 203-628-2731, you can leave us a voicemail. Uh you can be asking us a question or maybe you want to uh comment on something that you heard on the show. We just might include it on a Patreon episode. Um, so this is going to be a feature specific to the Patreon content. If you're not a Patreon subscriber and uh, you call and you leave a voicemail and you're like, hey, wh- where's, my, where's my voicemail? It's only on the Patreon episode. You got to pay up, yeah. all right? Mm-hmm. The Patreon so, is all about us getting together and hanging out and having a good time together. That's right. The Feeling Well Boys, we're all about starting a conversation, but uh, conversations aren't free. You know, if you're, <laughs> yeah, if you want if a dialogue to, yeah, instead of yeah. just, yeah. So, come on, you got you got five dollars sitting around. Go it's go into your couch cushions. Dang, it's the cost of a dang latte, and you get four extra hours of content a month, mm-hmm. and you'll be able to directly interact with your entertainers. How often do you get to do that in a medium through a given now, show? I'm imagining our our listeners who are, of course. East Coast elites, um, you know they are. They are. Uh, we have some West Coast elites, East Coastal elites. Fair to say, though. Yeah. Right. And and you know they're they're wearing their uh, their pork pie hats, um, and they're <laughs> right. uh, you know they've got their AirPods in and they're, they're and their various and their various wares. Yes. Yes. And in the in the time before coronavirus, perhaps you'd see them at their local hipster coffee shop. 
Um, mm-hmm. And uh, and I would like to imagine that individual walking up to that coffee shop and kind of scanning the scanning the menu. And then he sees his favorite latte, and it's 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 five dollars a month. I mean, five dollars for that latte. You know what I'm saying? Sure. But but or he, more could be six dollars, seven easily. with a tip. Yeah, easily. Oh, like you're at Blue Bottle, you're paying upwards of eight nine dollars for a, for a single source blend. You know what I'm talking for about? For a freaking or a freaking frappuccino at, hey, uh, at Starbucks. Oh. But uh, but I'd like to imagine that person kind of realizing they're they're you know. That they're, they're better than that. They're going, what am what I doing? What they really want. Yes. What am I doing? I buy this mm-hmm. every morning on my way yeah. to work. And I, I, yep. I can't throw in an extra fucking frappuccino <laughs> to, <laughs> to not only treat myself to four extra hours of content mm-hmm. a month, not only so I can have access to a glorious back catalog of episodes, <laughs> not only... So that I may be able to communicate with my favorite podcasters, but also know that I'm supporting those podcasters and helping them. Materially supporting us. Jesus Christ. Oh. I've been asleep, but now I've awoken. Now mm-hmm. I am woke. And that is the and I'll tell you what they will have. And then he then he looks that barista right in the they, eye. They, he, and he she, says, let's mm-hmm. not. I'm, I'm sorry. They, they look that, 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 that barista right in the eye and they say... Not today. Today, I'm not going to be a cuck. Today, I'm going to do the right thing. So I hope that I hope that to be the case for all of you who have not already pulled that trigger and jumped on the, uh, the that's feeling right. Well and, train. And, and on the feeling and on the feeling well hotline, you know, maybe you want to call and ask us to elaborate on something we've uh, we've addressed on the podcast. Maybe you want to call and and ask for advice. Maybe you just want to offer a comment and say like. You know, wow, Lloyd Lloyd sounded like a real real cuck when he said that. Or what was what was the deal with Ralph with Ralph saying that? What's his problem? <laughs> why won't he? Why won't he? Why won't he do it already and kill himself? Yeah, yeah. Um, give so him that's some advice again. You can you can give yeah. or take it. Yes, um, that's right. And that's going to be just kind of a general feature of the of the podcast of the Patreon episodes moving mm-hmm. forward but in particular uh the last feeling well episode of the year of 2020 of this dreaded year uh will actually fall on New Year's Eve appropriately enough and it will yep. be a Patreon episode and so what we we would like you guys to do is maybe call in and leave a voicemail in which you recount either your favorite moment from the podcast uh, from the year, or maybe what you think is um, one of our most pathetic moments, one of our most pathetic admissions from me or Lloyd, mm-hmm. or one of our most pathetic uh, just just instances on the podcast. So in general, the hotline is there for you guys to interact with us, but specifically in the short term, if you call in uh, before uh, the Wednesday, I guess, before New Year's, the 30th, yeah. Um, you could uh, offer us uh, a voicemail in which you uh, recount uh, a favorite moment from the year here on Feeling Well, yes. or or a or a you know a special a special moment of of uh, of you know pathos or 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 being pathetic by it doesn't have to be me. It does not have to be me that you choose as like the most pathetic I didn't say, moment of the year. I didn't say it could be. You. It could be I've, Ralph. I just I, I just want to point you. that out. I'm not I'm not talking to you, Ralph. I'm talking to the listener. They you know like think well, you back think there's on, some kind of Lloyd bias. I think uh, I think they are. Um, you've turned them against me, Ralph. <laughs> I don't you've think turned that's them, true. You've 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 made these people 
that you've made them turn on me and they you know, i i i i, I kind of see how they post no i think i think at the end of the day the audience is on your side really oh and i think they don't secu- want to be I think, secu- I think they're I think there's they're there and they're secure in being on your side so secure that they get kind of like a little forbidden thrill when I uh, harass you you know because it's like they like you but they don't want to admit that they like when I abuse mm. you so it's like they're like living vicariously mm. in a way but um, they're like uh, they're like Goku in the time chamber like they get to kind of go over in their head what they would have said in response the hy- to the hyperbolic time chamber the hyperbolic right. time chamber yeah. yeah they get you know they get to they get to like you know it's like if they identify with me they get to you know they they hear oh all this invective coming from Ralph they get yeah. to think or maybe about it's it. or maybe it's like a mass better or maybe it's like kind of a masochistic like they're vicariously like they have like a humiliation fetish and they get to experience Ooh. it vicariously through someone they trust you I don't Ooh. know. Food for Whatever. thought, certainly. What, I'm not what, here. Yeah. I'm not here to yuck anyone's yum. Whatever you want to share about a year of feeling well or about whatever mm. in general moving forward, the Feeling Well Hotline is now available to you only if you are a Patreon patron and that is again mm. 203-628-2731. I know that's a lot of information at the top of the episode here, but uh we're going to post it all uh, over. Hopefully you uh apes caught up mm-hmm. and uh and, yep. and and picked up what i was putting down but anyway well, uh yeah yeah it's been nearly 10 minutes i think we can wrap up the uh the commercial at, at the at the head of the show but uh you know this is important information and uh you know you Look, there's you, a lot there was a lot to get yeah. across Lloyd. there don't, was a lot to get don't, through. don't undermine me by saying oh 10 minutes oh you know uh see there i go there i go again undercutting you on your own show and that's that's an, another mainstay of the show maybe no, maybe one our of your favorite show. moments was a. Uh, Huh? It's it's you know it's our show, but I just don't see why you have to give me. I'm trying to help both of us, and you're giving me shit over. Oh, I'm, I'm taking too long to talk about a suite of glorious new features on the podcast. I wasn't. Giving, I, wasn't I wasn't. I'm sorry. Yes. I'm just trying to be mea, clear. Mea culpa. Mea culpa. Oh boy. Well, it's been a uh, it's been a, it's been a cold week up here, Ralph. We're, we're you know we we've 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 finished with the uh, with 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 the new business. Now we get back to the old business. What's the old business, folks? You know it. It's the Lloyd Howell weather report, and uh, it's been cold. It's that's been what I cold. call Lloyd's junk—the old business. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just uh, shriveling more every day. Uh, um, man, I have to now. I have to change the sign. Episode since we've talked about your junk. I, 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 I remember. I specifically, truly uh-huh. did not want to talk about your. Yeah. Your, your yeah. genitals anymore that mm-hmm. really i felt i felt low a couple episodes ago when we we talked about it at length and i know you i, I saw it in your eyes you you like you like kind of yeah i felt like a hack away from your face and you like it was like a long sigh it's like i don't want to talk about your junk anymore man yeah like, this I, is, was, I didn't i didn't feel pr- i didn't feel proud yeah no but no but uh but but how often soon as, do, soon, do you soon feel as i think i'm out business you know as soon as i think i'm out lloyd's <laughs> Lloyd's uh, rancid memory mm. pulls me mm-hmm. back in, but what it's were, like what a were you vortex. saying? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was thinking about uh, what's that? That guy? What the, it's like that? The sand, it's like the Sand Steve Van today. Yes, from the little Steven from the e, from the E Street Band and his uh, yes, Bruce his Netflix show, like one of the first ever Netflix original series, which was called Lily, Lily Hammer. Hammer. Did you ever watch that? Was that 
Was that a thing? Uh, no, but I'm I am aware of it, and that's this is a interesting. Uh, illusion because uh, i don't think I it was, was ever a particularly popular show but well yeah. I, I i saw like an episode or two i was i was dating a um a woman for like a couple of months who was like really into norway and like really into like being she wasn't uh-huh. norwegian but she wanted to be norwegian and uh and like like we watched some of lillehammer because it was set in in norway and uh it was pretty bad but he was like kind of recapping his Silvio character from The Sopranos. Yeah, like, well, he's you know, playing. He he's witness. playing another gangster in it, right? Well, I was. I, I think. I think part of the uh, allure was that you're supposed to imagine that he's still playing Silvio, but he can't well, say he, his well, do, real name. But doesn't he? Pl- but he plays a criminal who's like relocating in the show. He's in the witness protection program, so he's yeah, not yeah. going to say his real name anymore. So you know, if you wanted to exist in the in some kind of imaginary Sopranos canon. Maybe you would. Oh, I suppose. Maybe you yeah. would. Like you, like your your own your own head cannon. It's like okay, you know, Silvio had a had a like because he was one of the few characters that didn't get uh, whacked towards the end of the well, series. Well, it ends it ends with him in a coma, I believe. Oh, really? Okay. If you'll recall, yeah. Mm. Mm. Have you now watched all of The Sopranos? I have. I have. I finished okay. it like uh, probably six months ago. It was before before COVID, but. Um, but yeah. but you're saying that uh, you're living a, a similar life as as to this character. What were you saying? Why'd you bring um, up? No, I was I was uh, I was I was thinking about you know the like because I, I was wearing my I, I I've talked about this a little bit. I have like a big leather um, jacket that's like a like a little too big for me, but it looks kind of like a uh, like a like a like a gangster's coat. Of some kind. Oh, like it's the like one a, Richie April gifts Tony. Is it that yeah. style? Is it it's is not, it like uh, is it like kind of uh like kind of magenta? Is it no, specifically it's black. that one? It's it's uh-huh. black, it's glossy, it, it it's not like a long coat. It, it it ends at the at the waist, but uh it has hard to that picture kind of, you in a leather jacket. I I, 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 I agree. I agree. Yeah. It's something I'm trying to it's something I'm trying to do for myself, but uh with Yeah, with you seem like you gotta wear to something sure. you gotta wear something harsh and unreasonably itchy. <laughs> I got that I, seems I'm wearing yours. I'm wearing like a couple layers of wool right now and it's right on the skin because that's all that's all I deserve, you know? <laughs> I don't deserve the nice fabrics. I don't you know, nothing breathable, nothing uh nothing no. light. I need I need a rash on every inch. Or yeah, it something ain't real that's at, something that's at least yeah like a low level imposition on your person. Absolutely, yeah. at all times you gotta you gotta. I mean, it takes uh it takes sand to make a pearl. You know what I'm talking about? And I'm so the clam. True. Mm. So true. Wait, you're Just the clam. Put me in a, I'm the clam. Put me so in then, what's the, the pearl? The pearl. I would think you. What is the pearl? pearl? Am I? No, no, no! Like the clam is irritated. The clam is irritated, and 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 the clam makes the pearl. So, oh, I see. So then, what's the pearl yeah. you're producing? The well, right now, the podcast. What, am I, what, do, you, what do you think I'm doing? <laughs> oh, oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Right. Yeah. Every I've, every I, week, ev- twice. I forgot. A week I, now. I forgot. I forgot. The podcast comprises the whole of both of our lives. Absolutely. I remember I had no. a moment. No. Someone was a, a friend, a, a friend of the show. Carol uh, texted me this week uh, just to kind of uh, uh, check in and catch up. And um, it makes me sad. This is not the first. This happens uh, pretty consistently. It makes me sad that my life is so. I mean, not sad. What I meant to say was extremely happy that my life is so 
just the podcast that it's the first <laughs> thing people ask me about when they oh. like try to catch up with me you know well which is which is correct it's like the only sure. constructive thing i do <laughs> but uh it's just like hey how's it going i'm like oh uh, good good how's your how's your new job how's this or that it's like good good bad yeah how's the podcast mm-hmm. and i'm like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's all right you know uh, <laughs> subscribe at oh, patreon.com slash feeling well yeah <laughs> oh boy no uh like an old friend of mine is um like like my like one of my best friends from high school like he's having a he's having a child soon um like he's gonna have a baby in the spring you know oh boy that's uh um and and like when when a podcaster is is kind of presented with such information from uh from from a civilian as it were there's there's a moment where it's like it's like okay like i i can appreciate that you kind of feel good that you're having a having a you know bringing a new life into the world as it were ushering but, a new life into the world yeah but uh but 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 please let's have a little respect for what i'm doing it's like okay yeah. we've, we, we, we've talked about like the you know when like the due date and like whether they're excited or whether and look i don't want to i don't i don't want to propagate um ugly stereotypes about podcasters i think it's mm-hmm. an honorable profession and that of it's course. brave um, mm-hmm. so it's not like, Oh, so you're a pocket. No, I don't know. No, please away with, away with those intrusive thoughts. That's what I say. That's the- <laughs> <laughs> we do deserve respect. Uh, all right. We do deserve respect. I think and I said it- something on the, I think I said something to this effect on the first episode where I said that, uh, you know, there's a lot of people, every one of those people who's like, Oh, what do you call a, a group of white men podcasters? Everyone who says something like that, they secretly think like, "Oh, I bet I would be good at podcasting." But none of them That's have right. the fucking guts, none of them have or, the, or the capability, huevos. or the t- nope. They don't have the they don't have the nerve or mm. the capability or the talent to actually do it. So, Not a one uh, of them. and it's pathetic. So it's, I think it's they should even engage. I think they uniformly should be executed. <laughs> For their transgressions. Anyone, anyone who talks ill of this Of art. the trade. Of the trade. The look, trade, yes. Mm. Look, look, I like a lot of podcasts. A lot of podcasts I don't like, all right? Mm-hmm. But, you know, we're all, we're all, you know, brethren in a sense. That's right. And from uh, um, from from Joe Rogan to Amy Therese. There are some that I've... one big podcasting family. That's right. <laughs> that's right. That's right. We're kind of like all one race, you know. I think you know, and any criticism of us is is the equivalent of slur saying. It's racist. That is so right. Mm. So the next time someone asks you, like, what's what's a group of white men called? You say, they're called Ralph and Lloyd. I mean, really, that's. I mean, really, that is like kind of an offensive tweet because it's not as if just white yeah. men podcast. So. That's, so that true. is that is kind that, of problematic it, on its face. It is erasure. It is erasure, and uh, also and it, and it is it is erasing my patience. I'll tell you what. That's, also, uh, that meme that was like e girl and podcaster boyfriend. That meme doesn't e-girl make any sense. Those two mm. people cannot date each other and be the same. Like, first of all, the e girl, like ostensibly, the podcaster is like a similarly online subject who interacts with the e girl through her trade. And then um, 
uh, enters into a relationship with her. That would never happen. That's not how it works. The e-girl, by definition, is someone who enters, uh, you know, presumably mostly male-dominated online spaces, and mm-hmm. and and she just kind of she's about disrupting those those spaces. You know, like the e-girl is a liminal state. Like mm-hmm. the e-girl cannot enter into a relationship with the podcaster because then in doing that, she would cease to be the e-girl. She has to be something that in the mind of the podcaster or the online male subject only really exists online or i.e. his mind, their minds. Mm -hmm. So that meme is bullshit and it was stupid, but that's just kind of a tangent. You've hit the nail on the head, Ralph. Like we, we have to, we have to, Kind of I know that's an old meme now, but just you reminded me of it. I don't know if I if I it was a yeah, couple should. weeks ago, sure, but I mean maybe maybe it hasn't been commented on, and maybe we should talk about it. Still, this, it uh, still exists in other ways to this. It day, exists. But. It exists in the ether. You might see it kind of uh, brought back in a in a in a flurry of posting to comment on the like the latest trend of the day. Perhaps Belle Delphine is back in the news. Who knows? Is she the one who sold her bathwater? That's the one that sold the bathwater, and today she was back on on the uh, in in the trending because like she has an OnlyFans and she like sucked a dick on camera for the first time, and everybody wow. was uh, was commenting about it. It's like oh, the uh, the e girl. I mean, listen, OnlyFans. It's it's everywhere. Everyone needs income nowadays, uh, you know. But there's there's entirely too much OnlyFans discourse. Well, that reminds that is, uh, me on uh, patreon.com slash feeling well. <laughs> um, our, our first, uh, our first uh, foray into, uh, uh, what's the word? For, foray? I always struggle with that word. Foray. Our first foray yeah. is how you pronounce mm-hmm. it. Our first uh, foray into uh, merch. You can buy uh, Lloyd Howell bathwater. Uh, <laughs> we're and calling it. Is, we're calling it. Rancid. We're calling it cabbage water, but we're not referring to vegetation. <laughs> no, sir. And as, no, and sir. As, and as Imagine for, something uh, else with a lot of wrinkles and folds. <laughs> that's right. That's right. No good. God damn it, I did it again. <laughs> I honestly, that honestly wasn't a bit. I honestly didn't yeah. mean to. I guess I'm just, I guess I'm just a simple infantile man. But another uh, as quarter for, in the jar, Ralph. That's right. As for uh, sucking dick on cam, though. Mm. Maybe when we can quit our day jobs, maybe, maybe when we so. get enough maybe so. subscribers uh, then. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, oh. folks love talking about the OnlyFans. That's right. That's right. It's uh, it's it's in the it's in the ether. I mean, you you kind of you had that uh, that moment where that model like Bella Thorne like had an OnlyFans. Oh yeah, the actress and, uh, or whatever. Yeah, uh, she's. I think she, I think she was mainly a model, and then she like got an OnlyFans and like never. Well, I'm did sure any. you're the expert. I'm the expert, with the, Ralph, with the Disney you, starlets. The, the the classifications of what women are, you know. I I I know. What's the know who's what the, who's do. the uh, who's the obese guy who molested all the the circa two thousands uh, Disney starlets? It was a guy. That was a. Mm. He like masterminded like, like iCarly and uh, Wizards of Waverly oh, Place and all those. Oh, I should know this. His I name escapes me, but my point is that uh, you're him. That's you. But uh, that's me. Oh, for yeah, yeah. for. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> not Brian Singer. This was like someone. No, who not Brian Singer. Girls. No, he's a di- okay. he was a different guy. He was he was the he was the uh, head honcho at the okay. Disney Channel. I don't know. Man. Okay. Well, 
I'll look him up. If, but speaking, if, uh, if, only speak- to, if only to find pointers, of course, because... Yes, you know, yes. A, but uh, speaking of pedophilia, uh, just before we started uh, recording, I, uh, I made the unforced error of watching a late-period Woody Allen film. Oh, dear. Uh, yeah, so... Um, Which one was are, it? Are you a fan of Woody Allen? Uh, I mean, I I liked his I like his movies. Like there's uh there's there's plenty of good in the canon. He's a uh, sure yeah. Well, I mean I I I I mean yeah. He's one of those guys where you know he he at least at one time obviously was a great filmmaker. He's one of mm-hmm. the filmmakers who uh, he's one of the you know the one of the first guys I got into as like a teenage uh, film guy, whatever. Like so many, but uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, like. Like basically uh, every film he's made since uh, 2005's Matchpoint has been dog shit. Oh, um, Ooh, I remember that one. That was a uh, that was good. That that's was a good. good one with Scarlett Johansson and uh, I think his name is Jonathan Reese Myers. It's basically yeah. just kind of a sexier remake of Crimes and Misdemeanors, which is probably uh-huh. his best film. But um, but yeah, I remember I. Uh, for months now, I'm supposed to come on What's Left to talk about movies. Uh-huh. Uh, Oliver keeps kicking the can down the road. Oh, boy. Mm. And originally he was like, I want you to talk about Woody Allen. And I was like, oh, cool. But then I was like, hey, what if I talk about Clint Eastwood? But then like a couple of high-profile podcasts did like kind of Eastwood-related stuff. And I was like, ah, actually, uh, maybe, mm. maybe my idea is to look at the last films that – Alan and Roman Polanski made before they were like finally canceled and could no Uh longer make movies in America Uh because it's hilarious. Like both those guys were making movies with like a list American actors up until like fucking 2017 when they were like when me too dropped and they were both like decisively exiled. Uh Like if you look at it, like every actor, like every cool act, like Joaquin Phoenix, uh, Emma Stone, uh, John C. Riley, uh, mm-hmm. even like again, like young actors, like the one I just watched, like Kristen Stewart, Jesse Eisenberg, like everybody had no qualms about working with either of them up until right. me, up until uh, Me Too became a thing, which almost makes you question the the morality of um, Hollywood elites. But um, hmm. yeah, hmm. so my idea Curious. is to look at yeah, so my idea is to like look at the films they made, not just just before they were canceled, but also after because Woody Allen. Uh, his film, A Rainy Day in New York, uh, starring Timothy Chalamet and Selena Gomez, hilariously enough. Um, he, he shot it before the final cancellation, but uh, like it didn't come out until after, and it didn't screen in America. But because of coronavirus, it was briefly, or not briefly, I think for a while this year, like the number one movie in the world because it did screen in like Europe and other parts of the country. And since people weren't going to movies, it was like number one. (laughs) This like undeniably shitty movie by a canceled Woody Allen. Uh, One last W for, for old Woody Allen. For the wow. old woodman. And he's also he currently shooting another movie called Rifkin's Festival that has uh, Wallace Shawn and um, what's his name? Wallace Shawn, really? Unfortunately, oh. yeah. The great Wallace Shawn. Um, and what's his name from Inglory? Uh, Christoph Waltz is in it as well. So, <sighs> But, um, but uh, uh, also Polanski, um, who I believe has stayed good as a filmmaker, who I believe is still a great filmmaker and hasn't... Uh, long since lapsed like Alan 
he um, just last year ha- uh, had a film called Jacques, which I think oh. like either like won one of the top prizes. I think it was at the Berlin Film Festival because the Europeans, they don't fucking give a shit. And it's like the one thing, I'll, I'll talk more about this in a second, but at least with like Woody Allen, like you can rationalize that he hasn't been convicted of a crime. But mm-hmm. Roman Polanski has been convicted of statutory rape and is a fugitive. And right. Amer- like A-list like American actors America. would still work with him. Yeah, if he goes to yeah. America, he'll be arrested yeah. for rape. And right. like, not only would they still work with him, his movies would win Oscars. Like Adrian yeah. Brody won the Best yeah. Ask- Actor Oscar for The Pianist, and the director of the movie... Uh, 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 from which he won the award couldn't be there because if he comes to America he'll be arrested for rape so that goes oh to God. show that's 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 oh actor boy. brain for you that's mm. actor ethics but actor um, brain really but, really you know coming into relief in uh in recent in recent days but I guess just kind of all the time they're they're, they're I, an I, unfortunate group I haven't um, I haven't uh, watched the movie yet but um y- uh, you may understand the I get the gist, but you may understand the 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 French. Do you know what the Dreyfus affair is? Um, a film. That's a film title. No, it's it's something from from uh, French history. Well, anyway, it's a, oh. a, a political scandal. Oh, the Dreyfus the, affair. That was the that was like the Jewish guy who got like yeah yeah yeah. yeah. It was a political scandal that yeah. divided the Third French Republic from right, 1894 right. until its resolution in 1906. L'affaire, as it is known in French has come to symbolize modern injustice in the Francophone world. And it remains right. one of the most notable examples of a complex miscarriage of justice and anti-Semitism. So it's basically like this this high, like grandiose, like um, I guess historical reference point for yeah. again, like the miscarriage of justice. Yeah. So but like my understanding is that he made this movie at this time because it's supposed to kind of be a stand-in for his own perceived personal oh, injustice oh. for people getting on his case for fucking mm. a 15-year-old in, in Jack Nicholson's mansion <laughs> or whatever. So that's pretty funny. Uh, so, uh, oh yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh. So, um, but anyway, the... the, the uh, but I, I, I'll save that for for what's left if I ever, uh, if yes. I ever actually uh, come on to it. But, uh, but anyway... But uh, the the Woody so like in preparation for that, I watched Irrational Man, which was a 2015 Woody Allen film with Joaquin Phoenix, which I remember I uh, someone uh, uh, who I respect said this one is actually kind of good, and I watched it and it was surprisingly solid. I wouldn't mm. say it was good, but it was like kind of good, and I liked it, um, which makes sense because apparently the movie uh, Joaquin Phoenix plays like a bored. Um, writer and professor who starts uh, fucking one of his uh, much younger students, obviously played by Emma Stone. And uh, they like overhear in a diner this woman who's upset because this 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 judge is is gonna fuck up her life by issuing some kind of unfair um, uh, sentence that is that is not in her favor. So Phoenix decides like, oh, it would like he's like you know he can't get his dick hard and he's like you know suffering from like malaise and you but he's like oh it would get my dick hard if i killed this judge and i can at least rationalize it as like it's a good thing i'm preventing him from ruining this woman's life so he mm. like covertly poisons this judge 
And then that gives him like his mojo back. And then he's like, you know, he's fucking Emma Stone and whatnot. And um, it was it was like surprisingly not bad. And it kind of makes sense because I remember reading that like the script was like the film was like inspired by Alan's desire to kill an IRL judge who apparently um, did not rule in his favor once in one of his many battles with Mia Farrow. So it's like. <laughs> No wonder it's like oh, not boy. the worst um, late period entry because obviously his heart was in it to a certain degree. Yes, yes. But uh, anyway, that's that's what made me. The that's pathos. what I started with. Yeah, but then I just watched uh, Cafe Society, which I think was the film he followed it up with. But um, it stars Jesse Eisenberg, and it's like you know, like Hollywood in the '30s and yada yada. It's, it's very mediocre, extremely mediocre. Sounds but, boring. But a for love most of it, to itself. That's right, but to Hollywood. But for most of it, um, it's essentially about a boy and his nephew competing for the same woman. Which what could be more tragic than that? Um, But it it like drops it off weirdly, like two thirds of the way through, and it never treats like it would be a better movie if it like centered that and emphasized it and treated it as like something that is deeply weird instead of just like a sticky situation oh me and my uncle are are fucking the same lady but it's like that's (laughs) that's weird you know Uh, like how would how would you i wanted to ask you how would you feel do you have do you have any uncles yes i have uncles how would you feel if you learned that how would you feel if uh, <laughs> I have the most uncles, folks? How would you feel <laughs> if you learned, like, you know, you were seeing a woman and you liked her? You know, you were very interested in yeah. her, and and, and you have, yeah. you have had sex, and then your uncle confides in you one day that he's, you know, he's he's bent out of shape about this woman who he wants to, let's say, he wants to leave his wife or his girlfriend to be with her, uh-huh. and you learn that it's the same woman, how would that make you feel, and how would you proceed? Which uncle okay. would it most likely be, practically, first? Well, I have this... I have this I have this uncle, and he's like a real piece of shit, and he's like, he's racist... <laughs> Like, he lives in South Carolina. He's, like, you know, uh, he's a bad guy. And uh, and he's never liked me, and I've never liked him. See, um, that well, you would not feel conflicted about that, though, because you already don't like the uncle. I already so don't like the just, uncle. So, so you would, would just kind of be, be out. You would just ooh. kind of be outraged that the woman was with this other piece of shit uncle. That's right. right. Okay, it wouldn't be the same thing. Okay, so I got I to gotta consider my... My other uncle, who is like, like a you nice mean uncle guy. you're chill with, an uncle I'm chill with. Yes, exactly. Of which, of which there's a couple. You know, it's pretty fifty fifty. How many uncles, uncles do you have? I have like six, seven uncles, man. I got a wow. That's a I lot of uncles. uncles. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. A few, a few too many, if you ask me. <laughs> they, could, uh, they could start more than uh, a half dozen know, uncles. Let's let's whittle a few of those off. IMO, but uh, um. Boy, oh boy. Okay, so like this, this uncle in question, he's like you know, like a like a worldly man, you know, like knows how to cook, you know, um, nice classic nice, worldly nice tree, fella, you know, and uh, and 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 perhaps perhaps there is a there is a like an eventuality in which he would like see fit to confide in me, um, and he'd say he'd say Lloyd like, oh boy, like there's there's this, like you know, no one. 
respects broads more than me, but it's uh, <laughs> I'm just wow. This I'm really just, this really is your this really is your uncle. Yes. Yes. Does um, does he also does he also retweet accounts who tweet shit like, uh, "Oh, good, I found an ideology that justifies my yelling at at women online," and he's like, "Ah, oh, good, it's good. I retweeted that. That means I'm one of the good ones." Oh, Ralph, good. the fact that you pulled that out because <laughs> it made a me week upset. after I, I retweeted it. that <laughs> it wasn't a week. It was like four it's, days. It's ago. been a week ago. I it was okay. It wasn't a All week. Right. It was on Monday, I think. All right, what's today? It, Today's so, Monday. It, it was it was a few days ago. It was. It was a, okay. All right. Classic. Was, classic. You simp behavior. So Ralph, it's never all right to yell at. A, first of all, you can't yell at someone online. That's not a thing. But also, sure like, what, what 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 you betrayed it's, in that sentiment is that like it's 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 your it's like you uh, uh, semi consciously. It's like oh, if anyone if anyone is contentious with a woman online, it's because they're sexist and because you're afraid of being perceived as sexist. You're gonna like co-sign that sentiment. Yes. And on and on on the flip side, if anyone isn't contentious with a with a woman, it's because they are a simp. That's the uh, no. I'm not saying that's, isn't. That's, you know, two sides of the same. No, no, point. no. That's see that, that that's, see that's, that's, that's not what I'm. That's not what I'm saying at all. That I'm not is kind saying, of what you're saying. No, that's not. You, that's patently <laughs> false because I'm not saying saying nothing. I don't get contentious uh-huh. with anybody online yeah. for your information. Unlike mm. you, I actually don't typically mm. argue with people. I just send out my shitty tweets and that's it. But okay. you go out of your way. You're basically co-signing the Bernie bro myth. Similarly to when you were trying to give me a hard time for criticizing AOC for not taking a rape accusation more seriously. You said my tone sounded sexist because I was calling her a, a hypocrite. So no, I'm not saying I'm not saying if you don't get contentious with women, then that means you're suspicious. I'm Ralph, saying Ralph, when you Ralph, go Ralph. out of your way to retweet people who say that getting contentious with women automatically makes you sexist because it's an act of opposite to discredit the left as it were that's that's a problem that's what i was saying so now, don't try and, and obscure now, Ralph, the the very Ralph, nuanced position i'm coming from i i appreciate everything you've said here and i appreciate oh, don't, your don't, candor, don't patron don't patronize always. me lloyd but what you failed to consider what you failed to consider in this in this instance when i when i retweeted this this user you assumed that I was uh, retweeting it as, uh, you know, this is a, this is a bad thing. What you what you what you failed ultimately to to apprehend is that uh, such such a thing would be a joyful occasion. Such a thing would be liberating. So, in a sense, you know, I, I should have perhaps quote tweeted it saying this comma but unironically and maybe that would have uh, made things a little clearer for you but uh but you chose yeah, but that would to have, but that would have that would have you know, been ironic you were doing it to be like but i'm one of the good ones That's was what, i was i, I? Think so. you don't if know I had to you don't know that you don't know my mind you don't know what's going on in here ralph you i think you, i do uh, you i think i know, know i think i do i think i do mm. i think i do i'm uh, i'm offended um by what you've said here um, but no, you know it's what? fine. I, you're 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 the I good don't. guy, and I you're the good guy, and I'm the crass Neanderthal. That's fine. You I you have done me a grave disservice this day, Ralph. We may we may be on a show together. We may, you know, we like to have our spats. But but pretending that I respect women that is a bridge too far. <laughs> 
And I will I will not have it. I will not have that on my record. I can't have that on my on my on see, my conscience. See, that was funny, but you're confident in the knowledge that or actually you are and you aren't in a weird way. You're 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 confident in that people will know that that you're being ironic when you say that, but you also know that it's in service of But anyway, folks, if you want to weigh in what on the this stakes? subject, what are the stakes for me? I don't have any stakes here, man. Like I'm just uh I'm just having a good time online. Okay? Like uh nothing more to it than that. I I I, I retweet the posts that I enjoy. I, I tweet at my own pleasure. And that is all well, there is I, to it. Maybe I was overthinking it. Perhaps you were. Perhaps you were. So it just goes to show, folks. But it is consistent with things we've talked about in the past on the podcast, like you trying to give me a hard time and and smear me as sexist for criticizing Elizabeth Warren and AOC. And, um, you know, and it's like, well, you should at least like have, you know, faith enough in yourself that you know you're not a virulent misogynist and that people won't automatically assume you are for calling not just a woman, but a powerful woman, a woman who is a senator or a congresswoman, a disingenuous or a fraud or a fucking idiot that they won't assume you are for that reason. So, you know, that's just where I'm coming from. But. But if you guys want to weigh in on this subject, you can call into the Feeling Well hotline at 203-628-2731. And uh, we may play it on the Patreon. But no, Lo, I didn't mean to come I didn't mean to come at you. I'm sure you just retweeted it cuz for a second you thought it read funny and you were like, "Oh yeah, RT." And uh Ralph, I'm just I'm just uh I'm a little taken aback. You could have you could have brought this up on Wednesday. You could have kept this behind the Patreon, but no. No, no, no. You, uh, you. I don't you, think you, I saw it. I don't, I don't think I. No, I don't think I saw it until after that. You didn't. Uh, you know, I'll check if you're if you're accusing me of, of I, holding this again, I, again, Ralph. This 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 uh, this climate of fear that's been fostered. That suddenly I'm accusing you. That suddenly it's just. Uh, it's not fear. It's it's from, not from. What am I afraid of? It's not it's fear. A, it's, I'm just. It's, it's a climate of fear. I said. I'm not again. You're, you're, you're saying that I'm accusing you of being afraid. What I'm saying is that there is a climate of fear, that there is a climate of not trusting our fellow showrunners with, uh, with, with something as simple as an RT. Well, no, it's not, it's not you know? fear. It's just me resenting it's your being up. a disingenuous simp. It's messed you know, up, that's, yeah. you See, you know, we, 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 we like to... Words matter, it's just, it's just me. It's just me soberly <laughs> identifying your cowardice. Soberly identifying my... Ca- See... <laughs> <laughs> When when this kind of when this kind of divisive rhetoric comes um, before before an audience of, uh, of of podcast listeners, I think I trust them to uh, to correctly identify you as as a as an agent provocateur who cannot be trusted, who cannot be trusted with the narrative, and cannot be trusted with. Um, Why can't um, I be trusted? I'm very I'm very. Straightforward, I think. You're very, mm, you are and you aren't, though. You know what I'm talking about? I think I very articulately explained what I think your game is, and you could disagree, uh, and I mm. could be wrong, but I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm not engaging in any kind of ledger demand, any smokes and mirrors. I'm just laying it mm. all out, because that's what I'm about. Well, you know, ledger domain, of course, from the French ledger, which is uh, easy, and demain, which means tomorrow, and uh, and me myself, I do plan on taking it easy tomorrow. It may be a Monday, <laughs> but I will not be. But I will not be bothered because this podcast will be released into the ether, and the good people will do with it what they will. And uh, my conscience is clean, 
and uh you know any 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 accusations from certain individuals that i've engaged in uh behavior that uh could be that would get you banned on twitch.tv you know that would uh oh simp yeah you know that's uh that's that's neither here nor there and uh and and rather than there rather than get my blood up rather than allow my dander to be kind of shaken all right we don't have to give any more accusations into this i should i shouldn't have brought it up this was a tangent we were talking about getting cucked by your uncle which i thought was a ripe subject uh and i derailed it and uh mm, i apologize I should to say the listeners so. yeah all right mm. lloyd well, well so anyway this so uncle anyway. is this uncle is uh fucking the same chick as you so I'd 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 murder the uncle. I'd uh I'd kill him with a <laughs> with a pickaxe of some kind, probably. Wow. Yeah. He would not he would not last the night. No Well you uh, know what I respect that. Thank you. Thank you. No, I would Is there I would, a word uh, for is is there a word for uncle murder? Like there's a word for like matricide and fantasy. Avunculicide? That's not right. When because avuncular is like the quality of being like an uncle, so I would assume avuncicide is. I know the what avuncicide means. Feel free, feel free. It was f- again this climate of fear, Ralph, that I was accusing you of not. It's knowing not fear; what it's resentment. Meant. Don't accuse me of feeling fear. I'm fearless. Again, two it's sides resentment. of the same coin. No, they're not. You keep saying two sides, things are two sides of the same coin. coin. You don't get to just decide mm. what a coin is. Those things really aren't opposites. Really makes you think, folks. This is another there's, thing you do. There's room for gaslighting. <laughs> it's not fear. If there was fear, I wouldn't address it. No one's been gaslit, gaslit more than me, folks. It's uh, you know, mm. wrong, wrong. See, this is the real. This is the real subtext of the podcast: is that I'm the victim <laughs> through your through your your backdoor methods. Eventually, the people are going to wake up to uh, to my game. <laughs> They're going to get tired of my tricks and my uh, my 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 uh, my obfuscation, my smoke and mirrors. But no, and really, gonna... I want to. I want to. I want to. I want to talk about it though. Like, if you actually learned, like, how old is like wh- who's your youngest uncle? <laughs> oh boy. Uh... I mean, if it's if it's if it's a matter Probably, of years, it doesn't matter. But like, it's gotta be know. it's gotta be like late fifties, early sixties, something like. Well, that. whatever. This uncle you picked, if you actually did learn this, that this girl yeah. you were semi going steady with was also in a in a, a somewhat troubled relationship with this uncle, how would you proceed? I'm kind of serious. I may I may kill him in a fit of rage. Like I'm I'm. Uh, but why would you be mad? Because he okay. I'm sorry. In this scenario, he doesn't know that you're already also seeing her. Exactly. She- so I would have the element of surprise, and I would have the <laughs> opportunity to do it in the way that I choose. So you would kill uh, him, so you could have the woman. I don't. I don't believe you could murder over. Oh, so, but the but the uncle doesn't know that he is uh, that he is two timing me. The, the he's not. He's not, not willfully wronging you. No, he's a oh, okay. Hmm. To 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 adopt the the uh, the framework of uh, the extremely mediocre um, late Woody Allen film Cafe Society, mm. um, this woman, um, you don't know she's the the uncle is married, but he want he's been having an affair with the girl, and he's considering leaving his wife to be with the girl. Um, and, but then you charm the girl and she starts, mm-hmm. uh, taking a shine to you 
And so she hasn't been, she's told you that she has a boyfriend and that she uh-huh. feels conflicted about this, but you like her so much that you don't care. You, you, you yourself choose to enter into an illicit affair. But what you oh. don't know is Ooh. that the guy you're cucking and the guy who is cucking you in turn is your uncle. So that's the whole situation. So then how do oh you feel goodness. in that case? And you're the first one of the two to put it together. Like, oh shit, her boyfriend is my uncle. And yeah. So then how okay. do you proceed? So your uncle, so we could, like, we in could the, kinda... like in the extremely mediocre, forgotten and buried uh, late Woody Allen film, Cafe Society. Cafe Society, yes. Now, your uncle, is he's fucked up. He's sad. And uh, he's drinking. You know, he's drinking a mm-hmm. lot more than usual. He's drinking yep. uh, in the daytime. And you're like, Unc, what's wrong, Holmes? That's how you talk to your uncle, right? That's, that's exactly how I talk to every <laughs> uncle I've ever had, Ralph. And they hate it. They hate it so much. But I talk to them like that anyway. And, and he's uh, like, Lloyd, don't, let's, you know, don't, appro- uh, whatever. Lloyd, your family, I can confide in you. And you're like, okay. yeah, of course. Uh, Lloyd Howell, pleased to meet you. And he's like, that's a little, yep. that's... Tired. Please, to, please stop the doing QT the shit. Doing yeah, the bit. But, yeah. uh, I, I know you. I know that, you have an account <laughs> online, but we don't need to bring that out here. Um, but then he uh, he he gives you the business. He says like I don't know what to say. Like I keep going back and forth. Uh, you know, I'm married, obviously, to your aunt, but mm-hmm. I really feel like I love this woman, and uh, mm-hmm. I feel like I want to start a life with her. But she's apparently she's. I'm worried she's gonna find another guy. She's you know she's younger than me, blah blah blah. So he's like, how do you how do you then feel and proceed in that instance? Okay, well, I mean we can kind of we can kind of like brush up against the aspect of like familial piety. It's like of course like I don't wanna I don't wanna like ruin this. I don't wanna somehow ruin the family. Like I don't wanna make this such a situation that it like hurts like my parents or like the, you know, the other relatives that I have a, like a good relationship with. So like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't initially want to like come down on this guy too hard. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to like necessarily let the aunt know because like then it would explode. Like, like would there be a situation where I'd like try to get this guy to just like end things quietly. And I would probably also end things quietly. We just like make a mutual pact to just like ghost this woman at the same time. Okay, see that's interesting. That's a very see that's 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 a very uh you approach cuz that would be the most response well, it's tough cuz I want to say it's the most responsible thing to do is like okay, if this proceeds it's going to be really weird and bad however you slice it. Yeah. Um yeah. so let's 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 be open about it and try to mutually agree, but he may not uh want to how and could also, I trust that he would that he would keep his silence? How could I trust and that he also, would somehow break it open? Yeah. And also it may not necessarily be the right move for him to mm. stay with the aunt. I mean, maybe, maybe I mean, he, you don't know. And also yeah. you're looking at this uh from an emotionally sober perspective. You have to keep in mind that you really have yeah. feelings for this woman, so you wouldn't be so clear headed. Well well, Ralph. Okay, so we've we've kind of been through this scenario where like me and the uncle kind of enter into a like a like a mutual agreement to kind of responsibly like distance from this relationship. But, but then would it but do you, more harm? Also, arguably, would it do more harm to the family to to uh, reveal the fact that you and your uncle are uh, what's the term Eskimo brothers or Eskimo cousins? <laughs> your dang Eskimo, Eskimo cousins, cousins with your with your uncle? Yeah, you've you've had sex with the same woman. You've never heard that expression before? Why is it Eskimo cousins? What's the... I don't know what I don't, that... 
refers to? I, uh, Eskimo. Oh, it's brothers. Eskimo, Eskimo brothers. Eskimo brothers is a term that refers to men who have had sex with the same partner at different points in time. Okay. Um, I don't know why it's Eskimo. Oh, I guess it's something to do with a uh, a tunnel that you are in. Probably something just as simple as and and uh, and as crass as that. Oh, That's not interesting! There. Wow. Now, now, Ralph, your, this brings your, up an your, important point. This your classic, point. your classic, latent, perverted intuition at work, being able to deduce that—that that would never now occur this, to me. So you're this, saying you're uh, occupying kinda, the same igloo, i.e., pussy. So that makes you Eskimo brother. Now this, this kind of, this kind of, you may be right. Strings you on to right. the next, to the next point I'm trying to make is like what we are assuming in this case is that, uh, is that I would ever be nice or charming to a woman. Um, because <laughs> I would, I would kind of take my uncle aside. I would say, listen, like, don't be, if you're nice to a woman, like it's kind of a bad look, man. Like you kind of look like a, wait, what do you mean? Niceness? Where is niceness coming into the equation? It's like, you know, like you've, you've, you're in a relationship with a, like a lady. I'm like, there's no need for that. Just like. Like let's let's you know leave your leave the aunt, let's both leave this you know let's stop seeing this chick, and let's go let's go hunting man like let's go uh, let's go get a let, let's let's go buy a couple of guns. I want to I want to hear I want to hear what you would really do. You want the truth. Would here let me let you me, want the like, truth, Ralph. So like you're you have feelings for this woman. You've convinced yourself you're mm. in love with this woman. You've 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 had sex with her. You learn your mm. uncle is also in love with her and has had sex with her. Upon learning this, are you so disgusted by the sort of um, semi incestuous implications that that you're now averse to the woman and it's easy for you to walk away, or are you instead outraged by those implications and 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 you want to you want to claim the woman? And your uncle's feelings and the fallout become secondary, or maybe it's something else. Maybe you just want to 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 reduce the the harm to the family unit, as you've described. It's this is what you would call a a, a sticky situation. Ralph, I'll what tell you what you I would do? do. What I would do, I with with kind of tears welling up and like emotion kind of building in my voice, I walk up to this guy. I walk up to this 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 man that I've known since I was since I was a boy, you know my my probably, you know one of my parents one of my parents' brothers for for all I know, and uh, <laughs> and I walk up to this guy and I look him in the eye and I say there is one way and only one way that you make this right, but he doesn't know yet he doesn't know that you're also. At her. this point, at this point, I've told him, and we've already kind of had our little uh, spat. So about you would, it, so say, you would elect to tell him. No, no secrets, no secrets in this life. How do you okay? think he would react? He would be, he would be blindsided. Of course, he would be blindsided, and he'd be looking for a way out. And I would, I, I, I would, I would go up to him and I'd look him in the eye, and I'd say, "You go to, you go to Patreon.com/slash/FeelingWell, and you subscribe and, at the twenty-five dollar level, and you keep it there." And I never want to see your as face penance. again. As penance, as yeah. penance, as penance. Exactly right. Because I, you know, that's 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 how it's got to be. It's only right. I, it's only proper. Can, can I say something? Can I editorialize here? You may. You may. This is what this is. All right, you're gonna. This is not an. This is what I think you would do, knowing your history. Look, we've done 
a, a year plus of podcasting. We're closing mm-hmm. in on another year. Mm-hmm. In, in a couple weeks, we're going to do our second year-end episode, if you can believe it. I can't believe we've, it, hardly. We, we've learned a lot. I think, because you're a diplomatic guy, I know I gave you some shit this episode, but I know that you're you're a good and responsible guy. You're a more responsible guy than me. Um, and and you, you prioritize bonds with people not just family bonds but bonds in general so i think you would reach Mm. an agreement with your uncle where you would continue having sex with the woman but you would send him videos of that for his enjoyment (laughs) but he would only be allowed to watch it once and then he would have to delete it oh my gosh oh you can do all kinds of things with computers nowadays it's really something Oh my god. All right. Well, you can follow the podcast at Feeling Well Pod. You can follow Ralph at Hey Ralph Man. You can follow me at Void Howler. Uh hit us with that number again, Ralph. Where can people uh call us on the, the telephone? Feeling well hotline 203-628-2731. Beautiful. All right, give us a ring. Head on over to patreon.com slash feeling well. And uh, you know, Ralph, despite everything, always a pleasure. But of course, always a pleasure, Lloyd. Take care, everybody. See you next time.